lean in in your mind. No, don't. No. I just try to be good. Just try to do well. Okay. <laughs> you always Okay. Do. In three, two, one. Joanne, I am so thrilled to be back doing our second session of the Miracle of Marriage for the Mount Zion Baptist Church family. What a thrill that is for oh, me. Oh, I am too, Edwin. It's really a good thing that uh, so many of our people are doing. Whether your marriage is just humming along and you've been married a long time, or whether your marriage is hitting some bumps right now, or maybe you're really concerned about your marriage right now, this is for you. Because what we're doing is looking at the real miracle of marriage. And we believe that marriage is a miracle. Last time I shared with you that concept, Joanne, do you remember the, the basic concept of God and man and woman? Yes. Remember what we talked about on that? God is at the top, man and woman. And there's some things that God wants to do through the man for his wife yes. that he can only do if we're obedient. And there's some things that God wants to do through the wife for the man as she's obedient. Yes. You could say that they complete each other if they're obedient to God. And they are. And marriage is a trio with, with God and man and woman. Mm -hmm. And you said it very well. God works through you to touch me. That's right. And hopefully I'm allowing him and submitted to him to work through me to touch you, and that is the miracle. Then we talked about some other things, and we're going to do a quick review, but I've got to tell you this story, uh, Joy. I can hardly wait. I know. You're, you're just uh, sitting there and excited about the story. I know. And, and it's a funny story, so so when I get to the end, you should laugh and maybe fall on the floor I, or I'm something like that. I'm already chuckling inside. I, I, I know. I know you are. I am. You, there was a lady whose husband came up missing, or she thought he was missing. Well, he that's may not, not funny. No, that's not the story. I'm oh, just okay. introducing the story that, that, that he was missing. And so she was very concerned because she hadn't seen James in a while. Her name was Jane, and his name is James. And so she went to her friend Mary, who was one of her neighbors, and she said, Mary, would you go with me to the police station? James is missing. Mary immediately said, oh, that's, that's tragic. Yes, I'll go to the police station with you. So Joanne, she got to the police station. And so what did she do? She just simply asked the question to the, to the policeman there who was on duty. Uh, she said, would you help me find my husband? He is missing. And he said, yes. He said, yes, I will. He said, in fact, just tell me what we're looking for. And so Jane began to give a description of what she wanted them to look for. And she said, well, uh, look for a tall man who has a full head of hair, who is very slender, and who has a very calming voice, and, and who is also good with children. That's, that's what I'd like for you to look for. And, and immediately her neighbor, Mary, who was with her, she said, Jane, 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 Jane. That's not descriptive of your husband at all. Hmm. Your husband, James, is short, and he's rather chubby. And he is bald, and he is not pleasant in his speech. In fact, he's rather harsh with the children. And, and, and Jane said, yeah, but who would want him back? That's, that's the end. I Is wouldn't it? want him either. 
<laughs> you're supposed to laugh. That was very, very funny. Now, I know that you're laughing out there, but Joanne did not laugh here. That really ruins this whole thing. I mean, you know. But at any rate, let's give a quick review. Quick review of the miracle of marriage. We talked about concepts and processes, and we're going to continue to do that. One of the concepts we're going to talk about today in particular is the concept of emotions. Right. And that's very important, very important in marriage. Emotions. The concept of emotions. And then in other sessions, we're going to be talking about communication and so forth and so on. And then we talk about the processes that lead to that. And then we talked about the miracle of marriage and how we're seeking for. Join, just go over these for us. Oh, we want to be a blessing, not only to uh, receive blessing from God, but we want to be a blessing to other people. Oh, yes. We want it to go out from us. Just to our like, family. Yes. To others. To yes. our church family. Yes. Indeed. But what we else? want to have opportunities. Yes. And opportunities, uh, there's opportunities every day for us to bless our spouses. And they come sometimes incidentally, incidentally sometimes accidentally. But we want to be intentionally intentional intentional opportunities and we need to, to provide those spouses. opportunities and set up those opportunities yes what about progress uh progress will come if we do this yes it will and, and, and we need to be committed to our spouse because that's the foundation it isn't is it? the foundation and this should happen when we get married and we that's need to be how we get into the miracle one to another yes Yes, say that again. It's a choice. We need to be committed one to another. One to the other because God already has called us into partnership. Sure okay, has. let's go on. Uh, let's define our terms. And we talked about what marriage is. We talked about who invented it. We talked about favorite passages. And this is something that I want to encourage everyone to do, Joanne. And you and I have been doing this. And that is we have been adding to our listing. And I want you to add to your listing because we're calling out a number of additional scriptures. We looked at some of these last time, but you're adding too. So when we call out passages, which we will do today, one of the passages we're going to start with is enumerated here, Ephesians 5, 21 through 33. You may be wanting to get a head start and look that up right now. Joanne, I think that you've marked it in your Bible. I, I think you're ready with it. I'm ready with it too. We're going to get to that in just a moment. When did you get married? We described this and we described those, those choices. Look at our couples, Joanne. Uh, there's a young couple right there, and some young couples are looking at us. Josh Gulledge's Sunday school class, I think, is, is joining in with us. And then others have joined in with this as well. And then there's an older couple right there. That is a happy-looking couple. I hope you can see that as well as we can. They are hatted up, and they are having a wonderful time in marriage. And you and I are having a wonderful time. We are. How many years have we been married? 51. 51 years. And we've signed on for at least another week or... No, no, more than that. We, we Another 50. Another 50. We're going for another 50. We're going to try to be the first marriage to make it to 100 years. Oh, no, that's not really true. But at any rate, it this is, is a beautiful... Yes, okay. What do you mean? I don't know if we'll make it 100 years. But we're going to try. But we're going to try. 
And then we named five things about your spouse that you really like. And, and, uh, and we talked about those. And you did such a good job with that last time. You, you just embarrassed me because you like me so much. I do. You really did. And then you named three things that you, your spouse might want to change. And I thought of some things. And I checked it out with you when we did this kneecap to kneecap. And you said, yes, Edwin, you're right. You said those some of those things you might want to change. Now, did they do the kneecap to kneecap? I Let's don't know them. if they did or not. Ask them. Raise your hand if you did the kneecap to kneecap. Did you do the kneecap? Some I, of you I'm are saying, not raising your hands. But there are some hands out there. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, yeah, yeah. More hands are going up. You you didn't think we could see, did you? Actually, we can't, but we trust you that, that indeed you're doing the kneecap to kneecap sessions because if you don't do that, this is just information. We want not only information and not only behavior, but we want hearts to be transformed through the miracle of marriage. And that's what the miracle of marriage is all about. Remember God, woman, man working together in a threefold partnership. Now we're ready to get to the session, session number two. And this is your identity as an individual couple. So if you've not done it already, open your Bible. By the way, I still have my little tag on there. The Master's Miracle Marriage Manual. And that's what the Word of God is. Be aware, you can get many, many, many marriage books, but hopefully we're giving you a lot of scripture that you can go back to and the scripture is alive. And this is what you need to base your marriage on. It is, Joanne. It truly is. And, and, and you read through the Bible in a consistent way, don't you? I do, every year. Every year we read through the Bible, and in fact, sometimes even more than once in a year. That's so important. Read your Bible and then study it, especially in the passages that we're looking at. Okay, Joanne, we're going to do something that we did not have time to do last time, and so I want to do it for sure this time, and that is we're going to be looking at Ephesians 5, 21 through 33. Now, I think everybody's had time to look that up. And so let's do that. Now you be sure and get your copy of the word out because you need to follow as we follow. Now, Joanne, we talked about that we're going to do interchange on this That's when right. we get to it. Pray for us first, just as you did last time and pray that God will bless. Joanne and I always, when we, uh, when we join together in prayer, wherever we are, whether we're in a restaurant or wherever we are, we join hands together because you know what that does? It connects. It connects you and I together. And with it whom does. else? With it God connects Almighty. us with God Almighty because there is a connection there. And, and we don't have to hold his hand because that's, we don't hold God's hand because he's it's in us, us and working through, through us. us. And it makes all the difference. So we hold hands when we pray together. So I want you to pray for us right now. Father God, we thank you for this time together. We just pray that you would be with each couple, each person, each individual that's listening. And Father, we just pray your blessing upon them. Use these words, your words, to touch hearts. Give us listening ears. Give us open hearts, open minds, to follow your principles in making our lives, our marriages together stronger. And Father, we just pray that you would be with us now and use us 
and bless our lives together. I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Joanne. It's so good to pray together. I hope you all pray together. One of my most joyful things is praying with Joanne, and we do that on an, on an ongoing basis. Now then, let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do in the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands as in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy and cleansing her. By the washing of the water with through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself after all no one ever hated their own body but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, <clears throat> but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect her husband. Joanne, comment on that 33rd verse right there. It tells us that the wife must respect her husband. It's not, okay. a, it's not a just do it. I mean, it's a do it. It's a command. It's not a maybe or if you want to. It is respect your husband. And the husband is commanded to love his wife. So that word must is very important it's there. very important. And, and that's because of the way that a wife is wired. That's right. She needs that expression of love. I need, men need, that expression of respect. And we hope that that's coming home to all of our hearts. Well, let's go a little bit further here. And let's look at this thing of personal identity because personal identity is so very important. Notice what that first question is. What do you like about yourself? And what do you like about you, plural, that's us together, as a couple? Now, what I want everyone to do is write down, write down three things, three things, or at least think of three things. But what you can do is you can use the top of your page. I've done that in my booklet, uh, you have your booklet there, and what you have there, your identity as an individual couple, you can write up here, put a one, two, three, that's what I've done in the one that I'm looking at here, put a one, two, three there, and put down three things that you like about yourself. And then do another one, two, three, and put down what you like about 
your spouse, what you like about her. And what do you like about you as a couple? What do you like about you as a couple? You're going to talk about that in your kneecap to kneecap, remember, that follows this time that we have together. Uh, what do you like about yourself is a very powerful and wonderful thing. God has made you. Joanne, uh, what is one of the things that you've heard me say many times about God has made, how God has made us. You are... A unique, unrepeatable miracle of God. Unique. There's no one quite like you. Unrepeatable. Unrepeatable. There's never going to be another one just like you. And you are a miracle of God. You know, I have a little board book. I keep our little one-year-old uh, two days a week, and I have a little board book I read to her, and it's one of a kind. One of a kind. That's what you are. Now then, our marriage with God is one of a kind. We're it unique, is. unrepeatable miracles individually, but guess what? Our marriage is a unique, unrepeatable miracle, miracle of, God. of God. That is just, that is thrilling to me. It really is. Joanne, go to Psalms, Psalm 139, and you'll want to jot this down. Psalm 139, very important about this uniqueness that we have. Psalm 139, and would you read there, please, verses 1 through 3, and then verses 13 and 14. Please read that for us, Joanne. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. And then 13, 13 and 14, yes. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderfully. I know that full well. These are such important words. In fact, all of Psalm 139, and if you want to just write that in on your list a few pages back, put Psalm 139, the whole thing. The whole thing is very important. God knows me personally. He knows me personally. He knows you personally. He does. And, and he knows us as a couple. Oh, that's personally. so exciting. He loves us. And you know what else? I do not think it is a stretch to say that God likes us. No, he does like us. He does like us. And that, that, that's remarkable because God loves us so much that he wants to spend eternity with us. To what extent did he go in that? Hmm. Jesus died for us. Jesus died for us. Jesus died for us on the cross so that we could spend eternity with God. Now that has to do with me and that has to do with Joanne and certainly it has to do with God. This is the miracle that we're seeking to convey. This is interlinking. The two become one flesh. The two become one and that's what we are before God. What an exciting thing. Now he knew us. Jeremiah tells us. We'll not read that today, but Jeremiah 1, 4, and 5. Join. there's a great truth in that that is shared. Tell us what that truth is. That we were in God's mind before we were ever created in our mother's womb. That is remarkable. In God's mind. 
I, I am so pro-life that I'm pro-pro-life. So I really am. Because our life began in God's mind. It began in the mind of God. And God is eternal. So we, we, we were thought of even before the world. Because the Lamb was slain, the Lamb, Jesus, was slain before the foundation of the world. So when I look at Joanne, I need to see her as a unique, unrepeatable miracle of God the wife of my youth, whom God has given to me for a lifetime together in partnership with him. And I need to see you as a unique, unrepeatable miracle of God, the husband of my youth. And that is our identity. Our identity is found in him. I, I like that, that, so, that word that Ethel Waters would sing. You remember that song that she sang? Uh, his eye, eye is on the sparrow, and I know, I know he watches, he watches me. me. She also added to that, God don't make no, no junk. God don't make no junk. He really doesn't. And you are, you are, and Joanne, you are a unique, unrepeatable miracle of God. And I treasure that. And we all are unique, unrepeatable miracles of God. Look at that second thing. What would you like to change about yourself? Oh, me, here we go. What would you consider a positive adjustment to you, plural, as a couple? All right. I want you to write down some things, folks. And you'll do this. You'll do this afterwards, or you may jot some things right now, down right now. What would you like to change about yourself? Now, now you've already written down what you like about yourself. And you've already written down what you like about you as a couple. But now we're to this stage, and that is this. What would you like to change about yourself? And what would you consider a positive adjustment to you as a couple? Well, Joanne, I wrote some things down about me that I would like to change. Did you write some things down about you? You did? Okay. It's time for us to... Confess. Confess and to share. Are you ready for that? All right. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go. You made me go first last week. All right. All right. I, number one, need to fret less. I've shared that I am a world-class warrior, and I got that word from a friend of mine, Dale Huff. I worked with Dale Huff at the Alabama Baptist State Board of Missions. Mm -hmm. He is a tremendous man of God. As I've often told him, I, when I grow up, I want to be like you. But Dale one day said, I'm a world-class warrior. He said he was a world-class warrior. And then I was able to confess, I need to fret less. Secondly, I need to focus my fountain of energy better. Uh, I would like some of it. You, you would like some of my energy. I do have a lot of energy. I don't even know where all that energy came from. It just, it's just there. But I need to focus it better. And you can help me to focus it better. And you said that you want to do that. Do you have a comment on that for me today? Before all these people that are watching? I would just like some of it. You would just you like know, some. In my area, I would like to change some of my health. Oh, yes, yes. Because I deal with fatigue. You deal with and fatigue. And some other issues, and you help me with those things. Yes, and I, I deal, deal with an overage of energy. And but I have a lack of we're it. together. You know, that's an amazing thing. We're quite different. And so we help each other. Yes, we do. 
third thing for me is walk more closely and intimately with God. I've written that down on that page that I showed you folks a moment ago. Uh, are you, what did you write down, Joanne? I put, I want it to be a better listener. Okay, good. And talk, we're going to get to that in just a more. moment in our session here. Talk more at home. I'm not a public speaker, but I like to speak before I should sometimes. You like to speak before you should? Yeah. You do? I need to listen better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever that means, and I'm always intrigued. I need to be more patient. You need to be more patient. What else? And I'd like to be more disciplined in healthier habits. Oh, okay. With the cold weather and the COVID and everything, I haven't been able to walk as much as I oh, okay. would like to. So I, see I need what to you get mean. back to walking. Yes, and I, I, I do. I need to get back to walking and running. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. Now, what, what would you consider a positive adjustment to us as a couple? As a couple. I think we need to clear our calendars for a little more free time on our calendars. Okay. I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. My first thing was communicate on all levels more effectively. And then uh, what did you put for your second thing for us uh, as a couple? To spend more time with our children in Birmingham. Oh, yes. And their and, families. Yes. And, and I, uh, on my second thing, I put minister more fruitfully and always consistently. I want to be careful discipling people and witnessing to people. And I want us to do that together. And, and I want you to ultimately have a discipleship group. And I want to have a youth discipleship group, a student discipleship group, and then also another men's group as we move forward in this next year, in, in this particular year, I should say. What do, what do we you think third thing I put uh, and we did this but with COVID COVID changed everything oh yes a few did. days away periodically and we yeah. used to do be able to do that yes we would calendar it but right now we've not been able to we've get not been away able to do that. yeah and that's that's a good thing you know that's a good thing to have some time away time alone where we're not involved with so many people because we're so always involved. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what I put for my third thing. Glow with the Shekinah of God as a couple. In other words, That's let good. others see Jesus in you. And you had told me that that was. We've, we've done this on the kneecap to kneecap. And so I just wanted to share those with you today as, as, as well. So let's turn a page. Let's turn a page and go to this next page. When you are alone, singular, are you lonely? Now, what this does, it gets us into the area of emotions. Emotions. How are you with emotions? Are you very emotional? Now, sometimes we say that the, the, the women are more emotional than men, but I want you to know men are emotional too. They are. Yes. I, I'm an emotional guy. I really am. I I. I'm emotional. I, I, I get excited. I get depressed. I, get, I go through all sorts of things. Uh, what sometimes, would you say? Sometimes men seem to clam up or shut down. Put up a wall. Put up a wall. You remember what Ronald Reagan said to, the, uh, to Gorbachev when he take was in Take down a, the wall, Mr. Take, Gorbachev. <laughs> take down this wall, Mr. Gorbachev. Well, some of us guys need to take down the wall. And some ladies probably need to take down the wall. Now, I, I, in studying about this and thinking about emotions, and one of those is, 
is feeling lonely, another is jealousy, and we're going to also talk about listening. But uh, I, I found something from Gary Chapman in his book on covenant marriage. He said there are four areas that you need to, to understand about emotions, Joanne. He said they appear spontaneously. They do. They do. They just, they just happen, don't they? They well up. And, and, and you don't really know it's coming, but, but you become emotional. And sometimes you don't know what triggers it. No, that's exactly right. And, but then, boom, shakalaka, that emotion is there. And we're going to look at some of those emotions in just a moment. Second thing he said is they often come in groups. It's true. Yeah, you do. You can be sad and happy. And, and you said something about women in regard to that in particular. What did I say? You said, you said <laughs> that they can be sad, that they can have tears of happiness and then tears, tears of, of sadness. sadness. Yeah. And they can have them all at the same time. And then you just have to ferret out what they are. And then you can start laughing. And then, <laughs> then you can come to that point of joy. It, you remember that song that we learned in youth choir years ago? And I even led a youth choir when I was a student minister. And you, you sang in that youth choir. I'm telling you, she's younger than me. Well, not all that much. You know, he she had was in, no altos. I had, I had no altos. Alto. So, so she sang. You remember what you sang? Happiness is the Lord. Oh, happiness is to happiness know the is to know the Savior, living a life within His favor. Happiness is to know. Oh, I got all messed up. Yes, you did. He does. I, I he does did. that on Sundays too, even with the words on the screen. Now, now please, please don't well, mention do. that. Don't mention that. I do. Uh, uh, let's go on. The Show third thing. The behavior. third thing is have various <laughs> levels of it. Quit laughing while I'm trying to give this important material. It's funny. Third, have various levels of intensity. Now, what does that mean? It means that sometimes emotions are high, sometimes they're low in various ones. And then, four, they may be in conflict. They may be mm -hmm. in conflict with other emotions that you have in your life. Okay, I ask you to do something. Joanne is quite the artist. And we got a little clue from David and uh, and his wife, Teresa Ferguson, in their book, Intimacy in Marriage, and kind of a little clue. And we and went she, to their seminar. We went to their seminar, and, and Joanne uh, looked at their booklet at my encouragement and my request of her, and she did some artwork. Now, you're going to want to get copies of this. It's, these are going to be like Picassos. I'll sign them. And Joanne will sign these for you. But here they are. We're going to look at some emotions. One of those, have you ever been afraid? Can you see that from where you are? Can you see that from where you are? Afraid. Do you see that picture? That guy is afraid. And we've all been afraid. We have. Do you know that one of the key themes of the Master's Miracle Marriage Manual is fear not? Fear not. We see it in the Old Testament to take courage. We see it in the New Testament. When Jesus was born, fear not, fear not. Many times we're afraid. Another this has one, been a year of fear. What about a year of fear? Yes, yes. This has been a year of fear. So put down angry for just a moment and let's talk about the year of fear. Folks, we need to spend more time, especially with those that we're close to. Since we can't hug others, we probably ought to double up or triple up or quadruple up 
And I don't know how to get on further than that. Quintuple up. And then we need to go, we need to go more and more loving those and giving hugs to those who are close to us, those who are in our own household. That'd be a good thing to start with your wives if you don't do that. But I hug you a lot, don't I? You do. I really do. Amara, our granddaughter, said, does he kiss on you all the time? And Joanne said? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to. It's really fun. I, I mean, it just really is, is, is exciting to me. And, and I know it's exciting to you because I'm, I am a real romancer. And so little, many of you don't even know that. Okay, what's, what's this one? Angry. Angry. You can get angry. Which one of you gets angry most? Which one of you diffuses the anger? Because somebody needs to diffuse anger. Let's go on through these very quickly. You can also be anxious. Do you see that little guy right there? He looks so anxious to me. I don't know if you can see him or not, but you can be anxious. And then you can be ashamed. Sometimes we can be ashamed. That's an emotion. You can get confused. Look at that. Joanne will sign these for you. Remember that. Confused. That guy, that little little orb there, he looks very confused to me. You can be depressed. And oh, how well that looks. You know, I went through a time in my life where that was me. That was me. You know, like, like you see the commercials on TV of people that are depressed. That was me. And you know, you, you hold up that little sign. You remember when they held up that little sign? Depressed. And it could be that one of your family members is depressed. That your wife or your husband is depressed. Let, let me just say a word about this. Hold that up again, Joanne. This thing of being depressed, so many people especially during this time, because they've not been able to be with other people, because they're lonely, they have a tendency to be very, very depressed. Now, I am one of those that God has, has, has taken through that despondency of depression, and now, even though sometimes I have sad thoughts, I am not a victim of that anymore. But there are some who are victims of depression. And, and let me just share with you, don't say to them, you just got to snap out of it, because that really doesn't work. And then, let me say this, and I say it advisedly, don't say, well, just pray about it and everything will be fine. Well, sometimes that doesn't help. Sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need somebody to come alongside of you. But you need your spouse to walk with you through it. And that's exactly what happened with me. Had Joanne not walked with me through that, and don't cover up your beautiful face with those, but, but had Joanne not walked through that with me, I probably wouldn't even be here now. But I could always count on her. I could always count on her being there. And folks, that's what we need to do for each other when we're in times of emotional challenge. Now look at this next thing. Look at this next thing. Disappointed. We can be disappointed. Have you ever been disappointed? Sure you have. Sure you have. I know you have. Look at this next one. Embarrassed. Joins, joins the flip card charter. You know, <laughs> if, if, if Vanna White ever quits the, the, the uh, what do you call that? The, the wheel of fortune. Wheel of fortune. I was I'm about available. to call it the circle of fortune. Join, join wants to do that. And then grateful. That's an emotion. And then look at this one, happy, happy. That's that song that we obliterated just a few moments ago. Happiness is the Lord. And, and then there are words in that, that that say, real joy is mine no matter if teardrops start. And do you know that's true? We have joy. I've got the joy, 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 joy. Where, Joanne? Down deep in my soul. Down deep in my heart. Oh, well, 
so yeah, hard. Just, just take us. It's everywhere. And she was talking about me getting the words wrong. Happy and then hopeful, hopeful. Put up hopeful, and that's a good one. And then you can also be jealous, and we, uh, yeah, you can be jealous, and some people are, and, and you can be lonely. Here's a goodie. Oh, I love this one. Loved, loved, feeling loved. Do you know that we all need that? Join, 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 join. Tell them what the three basic needs of every human, every human is, Three basic needs that all of us have and that can be best fulfilled, first of all, by our spouse. What are I they? I know. Noticed. <laughs> noticed. I like to be noticed, too. Okay. You like to be noticed? I do. Some people say they don't like to be noticed. By you. But everybody likes to be noticed by somebody. They do. I like to be noticed, especially by Joanne. And I check things out with her on a regular basis. Nurtured. Nurtured is the second one. Nurtured. That means helping each other. Nurtured. Humans. Every human. But you see, I get that best from her because God is nurturing me and now God is nurturing me through her. Mm -hmm. That's that miracle of marriage. And then what's the last one? Needed. Needed. She needs to know she's needed by me and she really does. In fact, we've decided that if Joanne dies before I do, because she takes care of so many things for me. If she dies before I do, then I'm just going to request, Lord, please take me on. I don't think I can fill out all these things. We just want to go together. We just want to go together. At any rate, we're loved. And then, have you ever felt rejected? Whoa! We've all felt rejected at one time or another. Oh, we have. Not a good feeling. And then sad, sad, and then unappreciated. And then worried, worried. Remember world-class worrier? Do you ever worry about anything, Joanne? Not too much. Not too much. You really don't. She is so level-headed. That's what I have. To, one of us has to be. One of us has to be level-headed. At any rate, just, just, just be aware of that. Number four, number four. Let's look at that. Do you feel like people listen when you speak? Do you feel like people listen when you speak? Joanne, do you feel like people listen when you speak? Well, you know, when I've told you something, and then later you said, you didn't tell me that. Oh, you think I did what? Didn't listen. I didn't listen. Okay, let me give you a true or false. You can hear without listening. True or false? Oh, that's true. Yeah, sometimes I hear, but I don't listen. And that's important to realize. Let and me I, give you another. I'm guilty too. You're guilty of that too? Yeah, but not as much as I am. I think guys have a, a way of being, you know, we, we hear, but we, we don't listen sometimes. Let me give you another true or false. And um, let me see where it is. You can't be a good listener if you're always talking. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, sometimes we all think that we have to fill the air with our words. We do, but we need to listen. And you know, we listen not only with our ears, do we? How else do we listen, Joanne? By our body language. Our body language? What else? By our eyes. By our eyes. We listen with our eyes. We listen with our body language. For instance, do you ever turn away when your spouse is trying to tell you something? Do you, do, do you look in the other direction? And if you do, that, that's an indicator that, that 
you're not really listening. You may hear them, but you're not listening. And that focused attention, you know something that I, that I see so beautifully with our pastor? He has a tremendous ability to listen. He has a tremendous ability. Because when I'm talking to him, he just looks right at me. And I bet he does that with his wife, too. I, I bet he does that. I bet he does that with Stephanie. What do you think? I think he does. I think he does. I think he does. And I think that's so important that, that we hear, but we also listen. And that's most important with that person that God has placed in our lives. You're talking about being engaged with them. Yes, that's right. Engagement. You're engaged when you're doing that. We like to think about marriage and engagement and things like that, don't we? But we're engaged with them when we listen. That's and right. And when we do that, guys, work on that. Work on that because that shows you love the wife of your youth, that you love your wife. Work on that listening. All right, we're going to move along here to this next one. Are you personally a jealous person? In what area of life? Please explain. Now, remember, you're going to be working on these together, kneecap to kneecap, because when we do the miracle of marriage, we have to do that kneecap to kneecap thing, and you'll do this afterwards. Are you personally a jealous person? Joanne, what did you write down there? Did you say yes or no? I'm not really a jealous person. Okay. I mean, I can remember a time in my life when I was. Okay, when was that? Well, when you were a student minister, when we first got married. Oh, wow, yeah. I didn't like those little teeny boppers putting their hands up on you when they'd go down to talk to you. Oh, I see. But, you know, I'm not really jealous Oh, no, I don't think you. you are either. I'm only jealous for you because I want yes. all of your affection to be for me. And I think that that's, that's a key because we hear that God is a jealous God. But I came to understand that when the Bible says that God is a jealous God, God is jealous for us. He is. God is jealous for me. I do not want to be unfaithful to Joanne because God, in his jealousy for me, is also jealous that I will be available for her. And that's important to realize. So we're jealous for one another. And I think that is just such a vital, vital lesson. Let's turn another page here. Let me, let me move us along very quickly because our time is fleeting away. You folks just listen so well. Oh, they do. And, and, yeah, and you listen so well. That's great. Uh, sixth thing, let me turn the page here. Do you like to be with people? Do you feel comfortable or ill at ease with people? Well, what would you say? I would say I like to be with people. I mean, I've been around people for a lot of years. A lot of years as a pastor's wife. I'm so grateful that, that God called me to be a pastor, and I am so grateful that God called Joanne to be a pastor's wife. Tell about that, Joanne. Well, I, when we were going over some of this, I have felt the call to be a pastor's wife. Yes. So this has been an easy journey for us through the years. Not that it didn't come with challenges. Yes. But life is full of challenges. And I did not even know that she felt that calling when she was in the preschool. And I picked, I know, that's another story altogether. But, but I didn't know that. I did not know that for a long time. That's where you discover things, kneecap to kneecap. That's why you communicate. That's why you take that time together. Now, this other thing about being comfortable or ill at ease with people, that, 
that is vital to understand. You, you, you know, we talked about the fact that that we need to be around people, don't we? We do. God made us for relationship. God made us for relationship. First of all to Him and then to one another. And then that very close and intimate relationship one to the other. The husband and wife. The husband and wife together. And that is so vital that we have that closeness. Let's go to number seven here. In which area of life would you like to grow and develop most? And how can your spouse help you in that process? Remember, write it down, write it down and talk about it. Kneecap to kneecap. Now, Joanne, you and I have done the kneecap to kneecap on this. What did we say about that? I want to grow in my spiritual disciplines. Yes, and, and that really helped me because I, I said I wanted to grow in my spiritual life, but you reminded me that we, I even had the opportunity to facilitate a course on spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. actually came to that course that was uh, from New Orleans Seminary when I was on their adjunct faculty. And, and it was exciting to go through spiritual disciplines. Well, I've still got a long way to go. Oh, I do too. We yes. all do. It's and a journey through life. You've been helping me to do that. You've been helping me. And, and, and I think God applauds that. I do. I think the Father applauds it. And you help me. And that's what we are to do. And that's you so You ask me thrilling. how I'm doing. Yes, I ask you how you're doing. For instance, in your Bible reading. My Bible yeah. reading. And I want to know, how are you doing? How are you doing with your Bible reading? What's going on with you? And that's very, very important to us. Let's go quickly to number eight. What three things do you think you could do to build your mate's life more effectively? Three things that you could do. Well, I wrote down three things, Joanne. I did too. All right. What did you write down for I your first one? Communicate more clearly, more precisely. Give uh, clarity one. of thought. Uh, attentively listen. Okay, listen. Okay. Yeah, and you do that. Important. You do that very well. And spend more time together. Yes. Just hanging out. Yes. And, and and that spending time, I had that also. I had that as my third one also. And that spending more time together. You can also say it this way: experience more time together. Not just spending, because sometimes we think that that's taking something away, but. When I spend time with you, I benefit. So I'm not left something on the table when I spend time with Joanne. I experience that with her. Guys, you need to remind yourself of that. When you are investing in your wife, you're experiencing time. You're getting a dividend from that that is great indeed in your life. That's and right. uh, let me go back. My first one is continue to give you genuine compliments, genuine compliments. And uh, you do that. And I try to do that. And uh, I, I, years ago, I came across something of the successful man. He's a man who has looked for the best in others and given them the best he has. And I think that that's what we need to do always. And then another thing that I think I can do to build your life is listen more deeply. Listen more deeply. Really get into the depth of what listening is all about. Now we need to turn a page because our time is limited. Will you share these with your mate? Now that's the question. Now guys, right now you're saying yes. Joanne, tell the ladies what they need to do. They need to share theirs with the, with the husband and also 
ask the husband to share theirs. Yes, okay. So, so if the wife leads out and she starts sharing, then she can also say, hey, you need to share with me. That's right. All right. And then what is the response? And, and you've got to come to an awareness and an agreement what could be altered or what could be added. And there are many things that can be altered and many things that can be added in our lives. God bless you for coming today. God bless you for being right there on the screen with us. Joanne, thank you for coming. This oh, is thank you. This is always so enlightening to me. I get excited when I see Joanne. I really do. And and I'm excited today. I'm pumped just to be here with her. And I hope that you're saying the same thing in your home. Joanne, we need to close out in prayer. Let's pray we together. Do. Father, thank you. Thank you for the time that Joanne and I have had together. Thank you for the time that we've had with some people that we dearly love in here in the Mount Zion Baptist Church family. And thank you for every one of the couples and every one of the families and every one of the individuals who joined us in this quest for the miracle of marriage. In Jesus' name, amen.